Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Episode number 41, Direct Democracy and Meritocracy, the Dynamic Duo of Better Government and a Better Life. One of the difficulties with being a realist is that despite your best efforts to not be labeled as partisan in any very contentious argument, that's oftentimes what people do. There is a tendency to want to pigeonhole independent thought into a right camp or a left camp. And in my case, I feel that the situation um, doesn't call for that at all. But needless to say, I fully realize that that is probably what will be leveled against me. So before that tsunami of anger hits my shores, I want to preemptively state a few things. The important thing that a person needs to keep in mind is that when there is something from a, say, a moralistic, I personally prefer the word ethics, um, when that is something that is objectively and quantifiably correct, well, it's not partisan. That's not a cop-out by any means. It simply is correct. So you're caught in a situation where you can't please everyone. Well, you can't. You can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself, as the old song says. Well, I please myself by trying to be as fair as possible. And um, basically segueing in on my last broadcast, number 40, and my knee-jerk reaction to the possible overturn of Roe v. Wade. 
I'm going to segue in with this because this is obviously such a big issue and a very contentious issue that one broadcast just isn't enough. But ironically, and I'm going to get to this, this actually is a governmental management issue in the absolute terms. And I'm going to get to that. I'm going to explain that. In the meantime, I wanted to say that there are things on the left, there are ideas and parts of ideology which I do not subscribe to, basically because I think they're irrational. So I'm concerned with what is rational. I'm concerned with what best benefits society by the objective criteria of realism. And um, this whole thing about the possibility, it's not 100% certain yet. But um, obviously it's already sparked a reaction which is entirely predictable and uh it's pretty once again it's pretty sad in how typical it is and i'm again i'm going to explain this in a bit but i was listening to a public radio station and here they go with the chanting women, hundreds of them, and beating a drum. And I was like, oh God, here we go again. And I say that because apparently, endlessly, what this movement, this, these people, what they have not learned and what they do not understand is that the controllers of all of this policy, they don't care about your rational arguments. They don't care about rationalism. They don't care about how intelligently and calmly or how hysterical you become banging your drums and chanting. That's not going to correct the situation. You need to direct this energy in a different direction. You're trying to appeal to a conscious that doesn't exist. Whatever mental trick may work for you, however you devise that, if you understand the concept, if you can get the idea in your head, for instance, that sociopaths are incapable of bonding on a human level, a group of people, whether they be talking calmly or emotionally breaking down and whining and crying and simply don't understand how he or her could treat me this way, blah, 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 endlessly, endlessly, 
when they are in fact dealing with a sociopath, completely ignores what has been screamed through reason all the time. They do not have the same mechanisms that you possess. You are trying to appeal to something that isn't there. So, spending an inordinate amount of time and energy, your emotional energy, your physical energy, and your time, you're beating a dead horse. Other things they understand. If I'm correct, and it's all controlled primarily through the oligarchs, which is what it is, because that is where all of this downturning through social policy is occurring. It is coming from sociopathic oligarchs. They don't share your vision. They don't share your values. They share only one profit. That's it. That's all they're concerned with. Profit, preferably their own. So if you embed that, if you get that principle into your head, then you begin to understand that you need to formulate a different strategy because this one's not working. Even if, and I'm not hoping it is overturned, but even if it's not overturned, this is a warning shot once again across the bow of your ship. Just think about this. You're squirming, you're warning, you're whining, you're crying. They are on the precipice of doing it. Even if last minute they back, they say, okay, well, we, we were only kidding. <laughs> you can go home now, kids. It's it's okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna overturn it. Okay, be a good boy. Go home. Be a good girl. Go home. <laughs> and they laugh and they snigger amongst themselves because they've gotten that close. They're testing the waters. That's what you do as any kind of uh, decent general does. You don't just go charging in with something. You've learned. They've learned from this. You test the waters first. You, you get the general mood and how much reaction there is. And depending at their choice on their time frame, eh, okay, maybe we'll back off for a year. The next time ain't going to be so. I'm saying this because you have to develop a certain mindset to the system that is causing this. And the system that's causing this primarily is a duality of two primary governances of our government. So... In the words of the great Penn Gillette, tattoo this backwards on your ass if you have to so you can always see it in the mirror. 
I do not live in a democracy. Get that mantra going. Chant it a thousand times a day if you have to. I do not live in a democracy. See, that wasn't hard. What you actually live in currently is you live in a, um, a plutocracy governed by oligarchs, and it still has a few vestiges of democratic processes, a few, but they're getting rid of those as quickly as possible. Now, this happened as a consequence of empathy, indifference, and stupidity. You allowed the oligarchs in. You let them in the door. This was over the course of maybe 30, 40 years, but regardless, one by one, they were trooping in and troping in. In other words, the nation, everything is being destroyed from within. Now, now that I've said all of this, let's just assume, just allow me that. Listen to what I'm saying and just allow me this. What is the answer? Well, first of all, nothing is perfect. The idea is you try to get at least a hell of a lot better. I'm not saying that what I'm proposing will be perfect because ultimately life isn't fair. You got to get that in there as well. You got to get that chucked into your head too. It's not fair. Never has and for all I know it probably never will be. However, we try and we should try to make it actually better and more fair to the reasonable best of our ability. That is the goal. And you do that by actually being involved not only in your local political process, but nationally as well. Now, in the case of national politics, the problem is, is that the entire deck has pretty much been stacked for, again, the last 30, 40 years. So, you know, voting for a D or an R is, you know, it's Coke or Pepsi. So it doesn't matter. Just, just ignore what they say. It doesn't matter. Because whatever they do, they will say anything. That's their job. But ultimately, they have to answer to their bosses, who are the oligarchs. Their bosses tell them what they will do and what they won't. Now, <clears throat> to the next most important question I feel that comes around. You say, okay, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that all this is true. Let's just say what I'm saying is true. What do we do? What do we do? 
because we're sick of this shit, of the same old tired, the same old, same old, endless, same old, same old. Been there, done that. What do we do? I'm going to tell you what to do, at least in very general terms, being as specific as I can. Okay, you have to get qualified people in political office. That's first. And before I go any further, of course, bear in mind, I want to preface that the entire point of this is to avoid a civil conflict. Like what's going on and has been going on. By the way, just for the moment, put Russia out of the equation of Ukraine because they've had a civil war going on for a very long time. This is this is long predates the latest invasion by Russia. And that's an entirely separate issue. So if we don't want a civil war, if we don't want violence and bloodshed, then the only alternative to that is a different form of governance. But here's the catch. The people who are currently in power, and this is not only what I feel historically been demonstrated hundreds of times, but um, it should be should be deducible by common sense, they're not just going to walk away and give up that power and prestige and privilege. Not going to do it. They're not childlike. They're not going to say, okay, well, okay, well, we had the ball for a really long time. Okay, now you guys can have the ball and we're just going to waddle off somewhere. No, 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 no. Doesn't work that way. Those are not the rules of life. So, um, the only way in a civil manner that this can be done is has you have to have a change in the way government operates. So, there are two major directions that we need to go. One of them is direct democracy as opposed to representative democracy. And as I've said before many times, the primary reason for this, what is shown not only throughout history, but everywhere currently, globally, what have you, is that anytime you have representative democracy, uh, the people representing you always tend to end up really representing themselves and a small clique of their own others who are like them. Meaning rich folks. Rich folks help rich folks. They don't help poor folks. They help rich folks because their only obsession is acquisition, endlessly, endlessly acquiring more and more of your stuff, our stuff. 
everything. So, uh, yeah, a vote for every citizen of uh, legal age. I would even argue those who are in incarcerated, which is also currently not allowed. I would argue for that as well. And, uh, yeah, you, uh, you eliminate so many problems and you streamline things. And in my opinion, it's, it's a much more functional and efficient form of government. You don't need a Supreme Court, for instance, and all the hundreds of billions of dollars that cost us every year. Um, you, don't, you don't need representatives who can be corrupted and usually who are in fact corrupt. Um, you don't need an electoral college because we've circumvented that. Get rid of those bums as well. We don't need that. We don't need them taking up all our money either. So, um, yeah, if you're going to have a president, uh, president gets to be president via the popular vote. And as far as local issues are concerned, again, it's localized. That is what is known as direct democracy as opposed to representative democracy so that's one huge chunk of what needs to be done pure and simple how you transition into that and the rest of it I'm not going to even attempt to go there for there are people much, much more informed and able than I am on this subject. But generally speaking, I know that that's something that needs to be done. I also know the track record of countries tend to be of the Scandinavian nations that tend to have the highest standard of living in the world. I didn't say the richest. I said the highest standard of living for their citizens. Gee, that's a novel concept, isn't it? Yep, they have direct democracy. So, <clears throat> there's that. The other thing is we need to get rid of the entire paradigm of lifelong employment on the public tit by these um, lifetime politicians who claim they're working for the public good. This is just out and out bullshit. For instance, just as a very brief aside, just recently for it was a nice huge uh, PR work um, for Nancy Pelosi um, following along with the narrative that was laid out a couple of months ago, she uh, visited Zelensky in Ukraine with all of the cameras rolling, of course, and all the platitudes. It's, it is so over-the-top staged and contrived as to just... It, it's, it's beyond ridiculous. It's... I just, I just look, it's like, good God, this is, this is, um, this is photo op on level 11. 
Uh, yeah, and uh, so she she hops on Air Force One or uh, Air Force Two. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was Air Force One, which cost that trip cost several million dollars. The whole total, the whole round trip, all the niceties, firing up Air Force One, that cost millions. That cost millions for her to go over and gallivan around for a damn what means only a photo op. And you paid for it. And I paid for it. Everybody pays for it except for them. And except for Nancy. Now, Nancy has somewhere in the neighborhood of around four to four hundred and fifty million dollars. That's right. That's what she personally has. And it's important to know that because even though they say, well, everything is private, you're you're bugging into my business. Well, yeah, because you're a public person. That's the idea. Where you're supposed to be able to be scrutinized <laughs> because you're a public official. So yeah, they got they complain out of the other side of their of their mouth. They don't want people to know. Here's what they don't want you to know. That's why I'm telling you. That's why you're here. <laughs> okay. Now she could have at least at least for God's sake, she was talk about her, you know, her her cagey voice and her trepidation and she could have said, hey, I care about these people and I'm going to fly there. But I just wanted to let you know that I'm paying for this trip, completely round trip, every, every expense, everything. I'm paying for it out of my pocket. Now, hey, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be a change. That would be real change, as a matter of fact. But oh no. Oh no. Not going to happen. Or if it does happen, it would be so few and far between. And there would be, once again, a huge, huge PR work done over it. But that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm dealing with. Because all the cameras are rolling. And everything that is said, the whole narrative that's being talked about and yes and the poor the besiegered and we're here to and the children are dying and being bombed and i'm here and this is horrible but this is what america does because america loves people and 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 the american people stand with you and i'm here to oh she was also there to basically what amounts to Laundry, about $30 billion, basically. Oh, the, yeah, of your money. Because any money that they're getting, um, again, is the, 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 the deception here. Okay, that's being, there's not, nothing's being given. It's being loaned at a very significant rate that they already know Ukraine can never pay back. So they t again, they take more of the industry or they take over the nation's policy. 
See, you're not told any of that. It doesn't come up in the news. You don't hear about that part. <clears throat> because in this world, he, <clears throat> pardon me, he who pays the piper calls the tune. That's the way it is. It's something called reality. And so it's not this once again. It's not this huge kumbaya thing where they're just hugging and embracing and crying and hugging. And here, 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 Lewinsky, here's, here's $30 billion. You feed the kids and rebuild the city and we're going to get them damn Russians off your back. And yeah, no, you can have it. Just yeah, go ahead. First of all, even if, even if Pelosi or whomever did that or wanted to do that, even if that was the case, which they're not, they are not. But even if they were, the point is, is it's not theirs to give. It's ours. You seem to be very, very, what's the word? Let me, where my lips? <clears throat> Liberal with other people's checkbook. Especially when it's not coming out of your account. So, yeah, this kind of thing is going to go on endlessly and the whole scare process with Roe v. Wade, which is absolutely fucking stupid. This shit's been going on for 30, 40 years and they'll, okay, here we go, big drama thing. Okay, they battled it down. Oh, they battled it down. Okay, but, but, you know, maybe we'll, we're trying to hold them off and, you know, maybe another... Well, maybe next year, oh, here they come again, and ooh. Who the fuck wants to live like this? Is, this is beyond retarded. So, um, yeah, she did a really good job of representing herself, because I'm sure it was a nice trip. I'm sure that uh, even parts of the, the main city itself um, is not... Uh, you know, utterly destroyed, and I'm sure she was treated like royalty because, well, that's the way she thinks of herself because she's an oligarch, as virtually most, of, mostly all of them are. They have greater ones and lesser ones, but yeah, Nancy's definitely, definitely in there. So, um, so yeah, I uh, if you uh, want things, to, if you want. Remember this old ancient thing from all those years ago? Change. You want real change? Well, in order to get change, you have to actually change things. And in order to do that, you have to go to a direct democracy and a meritocracy. That's the other big part of the program. And a meritocracy, which, by the way, not only was the most it the most successful form of government in China, China was the first nation state to actually develop 
states and has been continuously as a state for over 2,000 years. Let that sink in for a minute. Actually, you could even argue further than that. The seeds were planted and it goes back almost 3,000 years. That's right. No other nation has that history. Nothing even on the planet, nothing comes even close to China in that respect. And the, um, the um, push behind that, the impetus, was that for successive centuries, even to this day, um, despite what you may have heard and all the rhetoric from the Communist Party, um, which in real terms, in real terms, eh, not so much communist anymore. Um, but they are, um, they are still a meritocracy, and a meritocracy is defined by people who are put in positions of authority and power based on merit. So, um, if you, for instance, wanted a cabinet of someone who was supposed to be um, a, an authority on, I don't know, insects, then you get some kind of professor of entomology. Not Joe Schmo the plumber down the street who wears a really great suit and has worked for, you know, Ding Dong Corporation for 30 years because that's all you have is you have a revolving door of these people from corporations and they actually, they're all hired and extremely well-paid yes-men. That's all they are, empty suits. So, you know, you have to have actual talented people and not only are they talented they are the most talented they are not put in their positions based on their race or their sex or their identification or gender or whatever the hell they want to talk about to come up with it is just on merit alone what have they actually accomplished how bright are they and you have these people who are working for you in the government and also the other part of the equation is well unlike other big wigs who are our healthcare fearless leaders Fauci comes to mind, who never saw a, a lobbyist luncheon that he just couldn't, absolutely couldn't refuse. Perhaps something more on Dr. Fauci later. But anyway, uh, yeah, they can't be beholden to corporate or private interest. That goes without saying. Period. That's it. It's really that simple. 
And um, so, yeah, uh, that's the people that you want to elect directly into office. And, um, yeah, you run pretty much, you run a, um, a government that is a... Um, structured in that in that way and you vote these people in via direct democracy direct voting so direct democracy and meritocracy hey that rhymes you get that going and i'm not saying it's going to be perfect and you got a hell of a mess that you got to clean up so it's going to take some time you know, realistically, to turn things around, it could take a decade, realistically. But in the end, things would be much, much better. And one of the things you wouldn't have to deal with is this same tired, idiotic shit spectacle going on, such as this situation with Roe v. Wade. Before I wrap things up, I just wanted to give you this little message about the contest. When you go to my website at theearnestmanshow.com and go on the comments section, you can actually leave a comment about anything you want whatsoever. After all, this show is not about me, it's about you. And I really want to know what it is you want to talk about. So please, fill something out, let me know exactly what you want to talk about, and that is exactly what we will talk about. Other than that, all I can say is, I hope you had a good day today, and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.